Hey, I'm Camille Joy, and I'm the host of the Moments of Joy podcast. This podcast is dedicated to super moms that don't always feel so super, trauma victims that need an example of how God will pull you through, and those of you that are looking for a little joy. When we go through really hard times, we often feel like nobody can relate. But here on this show, we keep it real in transparency, we keep it real in support, and we keep it real in love for mamas all over the globe. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange, Mm -hmm. my day even start, let your light shine. This episode of the Moments of Joy podcast has been brought to you by the Wisdom app. Be inspired by social audio on the world's largest mentorship platform. Wisdom has built the greatest social audio app in the world for experts to monetize their expertise, grow their personal brands, and help those that need it most. Here's what they do. They have conversations that matter. They use cutting edge AI. It is super creator friendly audio first and hands free. You can download Wisdom in your app store. This week, tomorrow, December 15th, I will be hosting a Wisdom conversation that is going to be live question and answer and topics for special needs parents. And I want you to join me there, all right? Download Wisdom app and meet me there. Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. We are wrapping it up here in December, and I am so jolly and I'm happy about the holidays. Uh, welcome back, MVPs. Uh, you know, I greet you at the top of every single episode. You guys are the stars of this show, and you are because you like, you share, you are the leaders of this community here called the Moments of Joy podcast. So how could I not salute you at the top of every show? If this is your first time tapping into the show, welcome, 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 and we are so glad to have you here. I want to invite you to take a listen back at the archives, at the episodes that maybe you missed, and to find out more about the Moments of Joy podcast and myself, Camille Joy. Um, we were doing a giveaway last week on the podcast where I am giving away um, a devotional that I have by Lisa Harper. And if you go ahead and listen back to that holiday episode, you'll hear how to enter, and you can go ahead and enter. I have a couple left, okay? And so I want you to take part of that. Before we get into the episode, today's moment of joy is people will remember how you made them feel. Be the glue. Give love unconditionally every day. And that comes from the verse, 1 Corinthians 6.14. Let all you do be in love. I want to ask you guys a favor. And that is, would you do me a favor and go ahead and leave a rate and review if you're listening to this on an Apple podcast platform, which a good 80% of you are (laughs) listening on that most popular platform. So it's even if you've left the review before, pressing um, a five star and leaving a written review is amazing and needed for this show to continue to grow. So I need that from you. And um, let's get into this episode. 
So this episode, (laughs) this episode (laughs) is a special note to the caregiver or the parent who is raising a child with a special need. And I don't want you to click off if you are not one who fits in that category, because this is not only going to be encouragement, but it's going to be education for those that may not fit in that category, but it'll help you to be able to relate. It'll help you to be able to encourage other moms and be there and show up for other moms in the body of Christ that are raising children with a special need or a disability. So last week on the podcast, I talked about the the holiday pressures that moms have. You know, many times during the holidays, we have pressures to cook, to show up, to spend more money, and sometimes it's money that you may not have. And so today... I want to get into encouraging a different group of parents just simply because I went through something during this past week of really having to um, deal with a sickness for my son and I had so much weight that I was carrying and it it always makes me think of other moms and other parents that may not have Um, a support system. They may not have people around them that understand what they're going through. So if you are listening to this podcast today, I just want to send you virtual hugs and love and let you know that you are seen and um, that you are loved. And so Mason had an ear issue last week. Um, I had to bring him to the walk-in. When we got there, he was fighting so hard that the doctors, me and the doctors, couldn't get him to, you know, stay still. He just got this Hulk type of strength out of nowhere. And it caused us to not be able to check his ears out. Um, So because of that, the doctor gave me some instructions and she gave me some medicine anyway. But on top of that, he had been waking up in the middle of the night and staying up um, for the past few days. And I was just um, emotionally burnt. I sat in the car and then I just let out a tear. I grabbed my camera in the moment because I thought of other parents that were dealing with what I was dealing with. And I wanted them to know that we are all going through this together. That even if you're watching this reel on Instagram, you know that we are linked arms and we are walking this out together as a community. So, you know, I know that you may not um, always feel supported and loved and seen, but today I pray that when you listen to this podcast, you do feel that. And um, I want to remind you of a couple of things. If you are a parent who is raising a child with a disability, I want to remind you to take care of yourself. Um, It was so emotionally taxing you know, my husband, of course, is here. You know, my other children are there. Mason has school teachers. And what if for a typical parent, if you're listening and you have a child who without a disability, we call that typical parenting or typical children. If you can think about a time where your child might have had a fever or was really sick um, and you were really stressed out because they were waking up and you know, you couldn't get the fever down. It's just that time being so stressful. Imagine that every day, all the time. 
And so that's what the reality is for many parents who are raising children with disabilities, not just the invisible disabilities like autism or ADHD, but the children who are blind, they are deaf, they have cerebral palsy, they may have been born with no arms or no legs, they may have, um, you know, no ears or no eyes. There are so many different kinds of disabilities around the world um, or special needs. And parents and caregivers, they have to carry this load. Of course, they love their children. Of course, uh, they will do everything in their ability to make sure that their child has the best of the best of the best, right? Of course, that's what any parent wants. But it is still um, a difficult road. And so I want to remind you to take care of yourself. Take some time for yourself, if at all possible, because it's important that you fill up your cup and whatever it is that makes you happy or brings you joy. Always remember that joy is a choice. And, and many times we won't be happy because happiness is based on, you know, situations or sometimes maybe resources provided. But joy can be a choice. It, it means that I'm choosing in my soul today to have joy, even though I may wake up And even though my heart may physically be heavy, I may be burnt, I may be worn out, but joy is what I'm going to drink today in my cup. Joy, I'm going to have it. I'm going to not allow myself to sit in this place of being distressed or having uh, so much anxiety. I'm going to choose joy, even if the joy is only in my mind. That's what I mean. So take time for yourself. Um... So I know that sometimes people don't know that there is respite care available. Uh, You know, not all of us have family who lives around us or friends, but there are resources available to give the the caregiver um, a rest. And, And in some states, it's called respite care, and it's normally available through insurance. You can use 211. I call that the amazing number. It's the same in every state across the United States. If even in other countries as well, it's an information line. And so you call 211 and you tell them that you're looking for respite care services. And if they can give you a few phone numbers or websites, and they will. And you call and you begin to dig and ask questions to see if they take your insurance. And and that's the step one to getting help. Now, now I do understand that not everyone is comfortable with leaving their child with a stranger or having a stranger come into your home. Uh, But there are ways around that, and I encourage you to sometimes just take take a moment for your your mental health. Also something that my little guy has is a personal care assistant. In my search for respite care, uh, one of the providers told me that Mason would be able to get a personal care assistant. So this is de- this is December. Sad to say, I have been trying to get him one since May. So it just goes to show you how hard it is to get services. But he was approved for an assistant in December. So this is going to be, it's almost like a CNA, but it's someone who will come into your home um, as a personal care assistant and help him with all of his personal care items. You know, washing, potty training, um, you know, playing with him and during the time that we're home in the afternoon, they can do light housework or light laundry for him. They can um, do light cooking and food preparation for him. 
So it will be such an amazing help, and it is such an amazing help for those people or moms who might be married, and maybe you want to go out with your husband because you can't with a special needs child. Sometimes you just can't. And if you have other children, maybe you have a basketball game or a sports game or something, a recital that you want to go to, but you're limited because, you know, you can't bring your child with a disability. So having a personal care assistant is amazing. And the way that you get this is you call the number on the back of your insurance. And when your child has a disability, your insurance should know. So be sure to tell them because there's a separate section in your insurance just for them. And they give you a worker, something like a caseworker, um, who, who calls every season, I'll say. And they do a new evaluation on your child to see where they are. Um, and so this is, I called the number on the back of the card. I got Mason the evaluation for his needs and he was approved. It was a long, frustrating road, I will say. It was not easy, but we will have help in the home four days a week for four hours. Um, and that will allow me to have more mental health space. And also, I know that it's tricky raising children and having um, new faces in your home. And so you just be mindful, you know, to pray over your home, command, um, you know, your home and your day, you know, even pray over the personal care assistant. You don't have to pray in their face, but you can pray when they're not there, you know, to make sure that your home is still peaceful. Um, And also we bought affordable cameras online. We bought cameras that, um, We put up one in the kitchen and one in the living room so that if we're not here ever, which that probably won't be for a little while until we, you know, train the person and gain trust, but we can still watch even if we're in another room and, you know, we can still review. And then there's limits that we'll put in place, right? So, you know, you can do that as well. So if you don't have someone to help you and you're raising them alone and you don't have support, I would suggest um, using one of those services, a respite care or a personal care assistant. And you can even join support groups. Just Google support groups in the town that you're in, in the state that you're in. Most support groups have a um, daycare facility or, you know, when you guys meet, they have someone who is qualified to sit with the children, you know, while you guys have your support group. Support for parents raising children with special needs is so, so, so important. You you cannot do this alone. Well, you can, but it's, it's a whole lot better when you have other mamas and dads because I'm saying parents, right? I'm Mason's mom. My husband's his dad, and it's difficult for both of us. And so all parents should receive support from other parents who understand, okay? And then um, I also wanted to leave a note for people who are listening and maybe, you know, you're just listening for educational purposes, but I've heard so many stories from parents who have disabled children about why they don't attend church and how they were made to feel when they attended. And maybe their child was loud and, you know, making loud noises. I mean, I know for me that's what Mason does in church. He may yell and scream and and I let him and nobody looks at us weird there but that that is the story of so many people that you know they feel embarrassed or ashamed because you know people turn around and look at them people you know tell them what they need to do to receive healing for their child over and over and over again and you know 
the place that you're supposed to find refuge and peace at and community and, um, you know, link up with your brothers and sisters. Now it's not that. Um, and so I want to ask a question and the question is when you go to church on Sunday and you look around, do you see any individuals with disabilities? And I pause right there on purpose. Ask yourself that. And if not, it's time to begin the conversation. How can we make it a house that's more inviting and inclusive to this group of people? There are a lot of people in the United States with disabilities, hundreds of thousands of them. And so if, if there are no children in your church with a disability, why not? Parents, we need it. But it is taxing to come sometimes. And then... You know, to not receive kindness, to me, to feel um, embarrassed, it, it makes it harder for a parent to come. And so I wanted to just add that as well. If you are a parent and you are dealing with any kind of anxiety, I know that is most common now, not just for parents who have children with special needs. Yes, yes, you know, obviously, yes, we, we will have you know, a fight with anxiety sometimes. But even the, the new mamas, the old mamas, all mamas. <laughs> this morning I did a scripture study on um, on um, worry, on anxiety. And I want to give you a few scriptures. First is Matthew 6 and 25. Don't worry about tomorrow. It starts with don't worry about tomorrow. Right there, it caught me. And the word that caught me was don't worry, worry, worry. I didn't realize that anxiety was wrapped up in worry. And when you worry so strong, it can become a spiral that lands you in anxiety. And so I found myself with the journal making a list of the things that I worry about. And then asking God to help me to submit all that to him. So, you know, he alone can fix everything. Um, He alone understands the experience that you're going through, you know, and, and he is there. Matthew 28, come to me all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Right? You will find rest for your souls. That that scripture was amazing to me because we won't have an easy life. Even those that may think, you know, we look at it and we're like, oh, they have it easy. They don't. It's always something. And so God is asking that we come to him if we are weary and we have heavy burdens. And how can we come to him? The last scripture that come to I him have in is prayer. Philippians 4. We can come to him in seven. worship. It is, do not worry we about anything. We can come to him instead. and just sit with him. Pray about everything. And just Tell God there. what you need and thank him We can for come it, to him in reading then the Bible. Then you will experience God. This is a blueprint which exceeds for us. anything we can understand. And I got the key in that message. The key is thankfulness. That after we have prayed, and how many of you can... Think about things that you've prayed for over and over and over again. And in praying sometimes, you can feel like, God, are you going to do it? But when we shift from asking to thanking, when we change our language, then we, we, we will experience peace. So 
So God, I thank you for healing. God, I thank you for um, freedom. God, I thank you for increase in my finances. God, I thank you for healing in my marriage. God, I thank you for obedience in my children. God, I thank you for freedom from anxiety. Lord, I thank you for making a way for me to travel. God, I thank you for making a way for whatever you need. I just tried to think of a whole bunch of things right there, but whatever you need, thank God for it now. Thank him for it now. Well, ladies, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you are encouraged and you find peace. Even if it's for a moment when you listen to this show, you feel so peaceful and joyful. That's my goal. I pray that you experience the peace and the presence of God here. You know, always remember that you always have the option to choose joy. And if you haven't already, connect with me on social media. Guys, we hit 10K on Instagram. Woo! We hit 10K on Instagram. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Finally. We've been climbing for years, but we finally did it. And so if you haven't followed over there, I would love for you to be a part of the community. And I'm excited to continue to grow with you all. I've got some amazing guests planned for 2022. We're a few weeks out. But guys, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You'll hear from me one more time before the holidays start. But always remember the season, the reason for the season. All right. God bless you and have an amazing day.